Hello, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this week we are talking about Will and Grace, Season 6, Episode 7, Nice in White Satin. Okay, can we take a brief moment because I don't know what the fuck that means. It's like knights in white satin. I know, but no one was wearing white satin. Everyone was wearing white poly cotton blend. Right, but I think the idea is that uh, Jack was wearing the white nurse uniform. But again, that is not satin. That would be extremely impractical for nurses. I don't know. Maybe Jack is wearing the wrong fabric because he's just so fashion. No, because they bought him the uniform, so they wouldn't know to buy him the fashion uniform. That's a good point. You make a compelling argument. Basically, I'm a genius. (laughs) All right. Let's go with the episode description, and then we're going to talk about the episode. Great. An unorthodox doctor, Jack Black, gives Karen her annual physical. Uh, So this episode was kind of a weird one. Um, It's yet another episode where Grace is absent. Yes, she's absent less this episode because she does have one scene at the beginning, which... um, I think, frankly, just reminds us of how much we miss her. Mm-hmm. She has, like, a scene in a KFC, and it's kind in of... In Cambodia. That's in important. In Cambodia, yes. And it's kind of, like, darkly funny, because it's kind of, like, Grace pretending that she's doing good for people. Yeah. But, like, everyone knows that she's at a KFC, and at the end, like, even Jack is like, oh, is she at Burger King? And Will's like, no, uh, KFC. Yep. Because she's like, I'm at the clinic, and I, uh, I'm doing so much uh, work and original recipe. That's what we call O negative. And <laughs> I'm just like, God, honey, Grace, we know what's going on. Everyone knows what's mm-hmm. going on. Will knows you better than anyone knows you're in that KFC. It's like, right. It's really sad, but also like really believable. Yes. And of course, uh, Deborah Messing has like the I'm holding something in front of my uh, pelvis for no reason. <laughs> It's an extremely on. comically large bag for no reason. I thought it was a hat. It was also a hat. First it was a bag, then it was a hat. Mm, okay, I thought you meant like it was a hat that turned into a bag. And no, I was like, it was like there was a bag on the one angle, and then at another angle she took off the floppy hat. I understand. Um, but Grace being absent isn't just, you know, it's not just a technical thing this week. It really affects the plot uh-huh. in a real way. I feel like in the last couple episodes we've had either guest stars or other things happening that have allowed the plots to be different. Right. In this week, we've got a kind of a weird situation where the A plot and the B plot all involve Will, Karen, and Jack. Yeah. It's like because the guest stars are on a lot smaller scale than last week, like Jack Black's scene is is a scene. It's like one scene. We don't get the same sort of even spacing of plots, and instead mm-hmm. everything kind of gets jumbled up and is all sort of part of the same thread. So basically the setup of the episode is that Karen needs a physical for hand-wavy reasons that have to do with her owning Walker Properties now. Yes, because apparently every CEO needs to do a physical. Or something. Or something. Um, she's weirdly afraid of doctors, which... Which is not explained. Okay. Um, and so while Will and Jack are taking her to the doctor, Jack flirts with a student nurse and decides he also wants to be in a student nurse. I mean, be a student nurse. <laughs> He wants to be in a student nurse so bad that he lies and says he is a student nurse, and then mm-hmm. he becomes a student nurse. It was uh, it was really an interesting uh, flow there. And these aren't really, like, connected plots. Like, they are kept really separate. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the whole Karen plot has Will and Karen interacting with Jack Black. Mm-hmm. And, weirdly, Nurse Sheila. Yes, who is apparently Jack Black's sister. Um, and then, like... The Jack plotline kind of happens in the background, but then they come back to it later on. Yeah, it's it's an interesting structure, and I think that it's mostly because Grace isn't there, so they're really trying to make up for that absence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't really work, but it doesn't not work. It's just yeah. weird. 
I mean, part of the weirdness is that the Karen plot is just so loose. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand it at all. I mean, it was really funny, but it's really weird. And, like, the whole episode is kind of built around this idea of Jack Black being a guest star who's a weird doctor, which is fine, but he's really only there for, like, what, five or six minutes? Yeah, he's on screen for a surprisingly short amount of time. He doesn't even really interact with Will and Karen. Like, he just kind of monologues. Yeah. And then Will's like, are you sure you're a doctor? And he's like, yep, now let's get high. And it's like, okay. Yeah, he has, like, uh, the closest thing he really has to a proper interaction is when Karen walks in the room. Mm-hmm. Let me try that again. It's when he walks in the room and Karen's like, doctor, I have a question for you. Can you confirm milk, milk, lemonade around the corner fudge is made? And basically he's like, yes. <laughs> Which is concerning then he unrolls his diplomas from the drawer where he hides them for right. reasons asks if it's cool if he gets stoned and then every time he tries to cut, touch karen she screams and like basically we don't really get any reason as to why karen's afraid of the doctor she kind of acts like a cat being taken to the vet she like hisses <laughs> right a bunch which is funny it is funny and it's it's funny but it's like bizarre Karen and normally we get a little bit more detail as to why she's being so weird yeah so then like the only like after effect of that plot line is that Will has to try to give Karen vitamins right yeah for the rest of the episode so basically she gets her physical report back which uh, having had physicals I've never received one right is that something you've received from it's like a report card no I mean I got like the last time I got a physical, I got a list of things that people commonly do wrong that included, have you considered fasting? Intermittent fasting. Yes, not consistent fasting. That was weird, apparently. Mm-hmm. Also, yogurt, apparently. I never thought of that before. Yep. Um, I but I did not get a report, no. I feel like if I were to get a report from a doctor, it would just say fat at the top, and then underneath it, it would be like, have you noticed that you are large? And I would be like, yep. Hey, don't sell yourself short. If you went to a doctor who specialized in mental health, you might get crazy. No. <laughs> I would get a specific word for my crazy. That's so true, though. Yep. <laughs> and then they would list out all the medications I should be on and suggest that I see another specialist. Yay. Hooray. You're a specialist. I'm something. <laughs> Especially mentally ill. Yeah, it's just... I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. I mean, the the Karen plot is is really weird, and so the kind of entire payoff is all for a joke where she discovers she needs to take calcium, and Will mm-hmm. tries to feed her calcium pills, and she just keeps spitting them out in really comic <laughs> ways, um, just like sideways out of her mouth, and mm-hmm. just like she spits one at his face like directly, right? And um, and then when he tries to convince her to take the calcium. He stops himself from saying old women need calcium because of their brittle bones and osteoporosis. Right, of course. And instead is like, rich people need calcium. I just think it's interesting how the episode never makes the obvious joke that this is the only pill Karen refuses to take. Yeah. Like, it just, like, weirdly, like, assumes you'll get that. Yeah. I think that that was some low-hanging fruit that they should have grabbed. Yeah, I agree. Personally. Yeah, so then... Let's talk about the B plot. What? I guess it's the A plot, kind of. It's kind of, I, don't, I don't know what plot it is. It's, it's, it would be the A plot, except it doesn't get developed for most of the episode. Yeah, it, it kind of lands in the second half. Like, the first plot gets devolved into a throwaway joke. The mm-hmm. second plot starts with a throwaway joke, and then, like, partway through, Jack comes in and is like, surprise, I'm actually a student nurse. Yeah, so, 
Um, immediately following this doctor's appointment, Jack comes back and he is like, guess what, guys? I met this sexy, hunky guy and I lied about mm-hmm. being a student nurse. So now I need like $3,000 to mm-hmm. go to nursing school, which objectively seems pretty cheap. But yeah. I'm, I'm also really confused by what the fuck a student nurse is. Yeah, I could not figure that out from Googling. It kind right. of seemed like Jack wasn't in like a college's nursing program. He was in more of, like, an associate's degree level training program to be a nurse. Where, like, if he really wanted to be, like, a full nurse... You'd probably have to do more school? Yes. So, like, he's probably more, like, closer to, like, a, nur- a certified nursing assistant, a CNA. Probably, yeah. Like, a CNA. Also, his outfit doesn't make any sense because... It's pure white, and obviously someone's gonna poop on that. I just mean every nurse or CNA or anyone in, like, a medical-related field... They just wear scrubs. So this weird smock white pants thing was very perplexing. I feel like what he was wearing is like what doctors and nurses were presented as wearing like in the past. Yeah, it like it's it's really on par with the fact that Nurse Sheila is wearing an all white dress, uh-huh. which is not what nurses wear. Having right. met and dealt with and have a friend in nursing school, nurses wear scrubs. Right. Well, this episode is, like, late enough in Will and Grace that, like, I feel like it's got to overlap with the show Scrubs, right? Oh, yeah. Like... This is 2004? It's not like society doesn't know that nurses wear Scrubs. I'm pretty sure Scrubs was on the air by 2004. Yeah, and, like, we've got, like, other hospital shows, like ER. Right. I mean... Like, nurses have, in popular culture, worn Scrubs. This is, like, an odd choice the show makes. Yes. Maybe it's because he's a student nurse that he's wearing these weird colors. What the fuck is a student nurse, though? Like, We're probably going to get a bunch of angry letters from student nurses after this You know what? That's fine. Student nurses, please send us your angry letters because we just genuinely don't understand and we want to appreciate you properly. We'll have an entire student nurse appreciation segment on next episode if we get more than three letters. Probably not. Probably not. But You'll have to tune in next week to find out. If you even send us one, we'll talk about it, probably. It won't be like a whole segment, but we'll bring it up. We'll be like, oh, hey, and then so-and-so on Twitter called us a jag-off because we didn't know what student (laughs) nurses were. I do think, though, that it's funny that this is... I mean, obviously, this is a continuation of Jack's ongoing, not being good at anything, jumping from job to job plot. Except, plot twist, he turns out to actually be a really great student nurse. Yeah, like the student nursing people are a big fan of him at the Mm -hmm. program. And, yeah, like, so, basically, here's how we find this out. So Mm -hmm. Jack goes to student nursing school for, like, I don't know, all of a week. Right. And then he decides he's going to drop out because he's becoming a surfer. Right. Sidebar, I don't know enough about Manhattan to know if it is possible to surf there, but it feels like no. I mean, like, I think you could try to surf, but I'm pretty sure there's nothing particular about the Pacific Ocean that makes it more possible to surf. Surfers, answer this question. Why? We'll also have a surfer power hour if we get more <laughs> than three responses. <laughs> yeah, so so basically since uh, Will and Karen bought Jack's way into nursing school, mm-hmm. they decided to go get their money back since Jack right. has flaked on this. Which is smart because usually they just let Jack spend their money. Yeah, which is, again, I mean, I understand that Karen is like literally a millionaire. Right. But, you know, $2,500 is not mm-hmm. nothing. To sneeze at, that might be red. And clearly Will is only 100,000 there. Yes, Will is clearly only 100,000 there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they go back, they go to the nursing school, they're like, hi, we want the money back because Jack's dropping mm-hmm. out. And then everyone, like, has a mental breakdown. <laughs> like, the woman behind the desk is just like, he's one of our brightest stars. And then his lab partner starts crying and, and, and runs out of the room. And then they're apparently fucking. And Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. 
But yeah, so Jack is like genuinely good at this. So then the episode kind of pivots into becoming more of, Jack, you should really go back to nursing school. This is something you're actually good at. Right. It's very interesting this season on Will and Grace. It seems like the show is trying to change the characters in a more concerted way. I mean, last season we had Grace get married, which mm-hmm. is a definitely a big change. But there wasn't any like accompanying major shift in any of the characters. Mm-hmm. You To a lesser extent with Karen, who's getting yeah, divorced. She was getting divorced and then her husband died. But then her husband dying is like a big change for the character. I mean, mm-hmm. she has romantic plot lines now. Yeah. Um, Will's obviously not getting any major change. No, because as well. a gay man, he must remain static forever. But like now Jack is getting on the bandwagon too. Like yeah. it kind of feels like this current revival season in a lot of ways where the show is making some really concrete, solid moves that might not stick around long term, mm-hmm. but at least seem to be kind of changing the status quo for a short period. Yeah, they're here to at least briefly shake things up. And the idea that Jack is going to stop being an actor or kind of stop being an actor and start being a nurse mm-hmm. is a pretty radical shift for this character. Yeah, and I mean, he even expresses some doubts about that because he's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, finish nursing school and get a stable job and, like, make a stable income and pay my rent? Right, right. Like, it's, like, such an unfathomable idea. He's, like, paralyzed by the idea of potentially becoming a productive member of society. Right, right. Which is funny, again, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like how Jack is kind of off and on paralyzed by the idea that he's getting married in the current season. Yeah, and I mean, I do want to, like, briefly take a moment and pause and, like, you know, say that I don't really agree with the capitalist idea that you must, like, contribute in, like, a specific way. But also, Jack is literally, like, mooching off of all of yeah, his I friends. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, so, like, like idealistically, I am against capitalism, mm-hmm. but in Jack's particular case, get on the bandwagon, honey, get a fucking yeah. job. Jack is like socialism's worst nightmare. Yes. Jack is that person who would take advantage of socialism. Right. Like, and just like ride that cash cow I mean, like, all ob- the way to the bank. Objectively, he basically is in micro-socialism yes. where Karen is the government. Except that Will is also kind of the government. Mm-hmm. Like It's a bicameral legislature. Yeah. Bicameral. Three-point vocabulary word. Yeah. Nice. Very wise. <laughs> I am. Yeah. So, like, Jack um, becoming a productive member of society really does kind of just shake him a little bit. And he is mm. worried. And that's why he, you know, retreats to trying to become a surfer. Right. Well, and Jack is someone who's very driven by his passions. Yes. And so the idea that he could have such a serious passion is, I think, also very jarring for him. Yeah, it really kind of goes against his extremely frivolous identity. Because you can't just be a student nurse for a couple of weeks and walk away. I mean, he can. I mean, he can. But I mean, He like, will, and I, I'm going to spoil a little bit of this show. Obviously, yes. This plot does not last that long. I just mean, like, the longer you stay in the nursing field, the harder it is to walk away in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. Not so, for Jack, though. But not for Jack. I mean, if nothing else, we know on the revival season, Jack is not working as a nurse or a CNA or in any kind of medical field. That is true. He, he is, is a working teacher. on uh, Gabraham Twinkin. Yes, and he is he's a theater purveyor of something. A purveyor of the arts or something. Something. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't want to call him an actor. Eliza! <laughs> for those of you listening at home, our cat just found a box of Ritz bits, jumped on it, and then got scared <laughs> because it was scary. She's special. She's beautiful, and we love her. All right. I don't think there's really that much to talk about. Yeah, this episode was just, because it was so one thing, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot else that we can really say about it. Well, and because the A and the B plot were linked together, there's less 
plot to go around. Right. Like, it was just a lot of jokes. Like, there was a glove condom joke. Mm-hmm. Although, again, confusing that Carrie doesn't seem to know what a condom looks like. I mean, considering that we don't really know enough about Stan's size, it is possible that she never actually saw his penis. Also possible. Somebody else's penis. All right. Yep. Uh, Tess, why don't you tell everyone where they can find us on the internet? All right. So our main social media that we use most often is our Twitter page. We are at Not A Couple Show. In addition to posting new episodes, we also live tweet every episode of the Will and Grace Revival on Thursday nights. So you can join us and tweet with us if you'd like. You can also find us on Facebook and Tumblr, and we post this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. All right. Thanks so much for listening to us, you guys. We will be back next week with another episode of Will and Grace. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this has been Not a Couple. Bye-bye. This episode of Not a Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Hi, Eliza. This episode of Not a Couple was sponsored by Socialism's Worst Nightmare, <gasps> Jack McFarlane, Welfare Queen! No!